0: Hello, my name is Brother Tom Junis, and I'm a Salesian of St. John Bosco. And I was asked by Andrew Isbell to do a Restless Heart podcast, telling a little bit about my story of how did I become a brother. And so a little bit about me. I'm originally from Bloomington, Illinois, Um, Grew up there, went to Catholic school my whole life, and then went to college down there. That's actually where I met Andrew. We were friends in college. And that was a big time for me of really finding my vocation. Um, I grew up Catholic. Um, The idea of the priesthood was always kind of there. But it wasn't until college that I really started thinking about religious life. And that was in big part because of the religious sisters who were there, um, the servants of the pierced hearts, and their example of living the consecrated life. And so when I first got there, I definitely wasn't very strongly living my faith. Um, In high school, I'd had some experience of retreat and mission trips, and that kind of shook me up a little bit and made me think maybe I should start living my faith. Um, But then it was really an example of the Religious Sisters and the other young people at the Newman Center who made me think, well, like, if this is for real, if Jesus is for real, like, I got to start living differently. Um, And it was really through my time at the Newman Center, my formation there, um, that made me go deeper into that faith, and through that, actually discerning religious life. Um, before I would discern religious life, I was discerning uh, the priesthood for a little bit, doing diocesan stuff, retreats, and thinking maybe this is for me. And actually, even as a kid, sometimes they joked about me becoming a priest. There's always that idea. Big Catholic family, of course, we should have a priest in the family. So the joke was that was going to be me. Um, so I guess now the joke is slowly becoming a reality. Um, But I didn't really feel like diocesan life was for me. I'd found a sense of community in college at the Newman Center and felt very strongly the need for community. Um, And I thought that was through marriage. And so dated in college. And once again, through God's intervention, he pulled me in the direction of religious life. And this was really through the sisters' And their advice and their guidance. And also through spiritual direction in college. But um, So my degree was in education. Early childhood education. And that definitely led to me joining the Salesians. Because our order works in youth ministry and education. And so that was a big start of it is Working with young people. I wanted to be a teacher. I thought this is what was for me. Um, and then through college going on mission trips. And serving young people um, who are less fortunate and things like that. Realize like I want to combine both my faith um, trying to live that out as much as I can, plus this call to serve young people. And that's really where I found St. John Bosco, um, or as we call him Don Bosco, which is just Don is Italian for father. So he was affectionately called during his life Don Bosco. So we continue to call him that. Um, but I found a book on St. John Bosco and started reading about him. And just his way of working with young people really inspired me. So I kind of took him as a patron saint, as an educator, and wanted to educate like him, to work with young people like him. And then from there, discerning religious life, the sisters were like, well, St. John Bosco started a religious order, the Salesians. Um, You should look into them. Maybe that is where you're called. So I started doing spiritual direction on a monthly basis um, with a Salesian priest. And through that, really felt like, yeah, this is where God is calling me. I um, continued to study the Salesians, to study St. John Bosco, to see how does this spirituality match up with God's call for my life and how he's worked so far. So I was able to actually do a summer experience with the Salesians and running a summer camp, which I, I loved it. Um, summer camp has definitely become one of my favorite um, times of the year, my favorite ministries. And also, I had the great opportunity to go to Turin, Italy, where Don Bosco was from and to see where he started everything because it was the bicentennial, so his 200th birthday. Um, So there's a big pilgrimage from people all over the world. I think that was another big moment for me is to see young people from the U.S. who had been formed by the Salesians and that experience of those religious, those brothers and priests and sisters, had like changed their life and they wanted to live out their faith. And that was kind of what I was feeling. Like I want to help young people define their faith, define Jesus. And so that trip was a big part for me of seeing like this is the mission I want to be living. Um, I'm getting to see the fruits of what Salesians have done in the life of these young people. So this is what I want to do. And so then you start a process of to enter formation. So uh, doing different evaluations, stuff like that. Filling out paperwork. Um, I had to finish my degree first uh, in education. So I did all of that um, and then joined religious life um, to discern Am I called to live the vows of poverty, chastity, obedience? Um, to not get married, to give my life for this mission of serving young people, to live in community with the other priests and brothers, um, to live out this mission. And so I've now been with the Silesians for going uh, almost for six years now, and so I've been in vows, so to, I profess the vows of poverty, to live poorly, chastity, to live chaste, not to be married, um, and obedience, to be obedient to my superiors, and I've lived that out for three years, and that's when I took on um, the title of brother since I was living those vows. Um, So it's been a total of six years and I just renewed my vows for three more years and I'll make perpetual vows. So I mean, I'll be a Salesian for life. I'll live this out for the rest of my life. And currently, um, the part of formation I'm at is uh, what we call practical training. So it's two years of teaching. So I'm at a high school, Archbishop Shaw in Marrero, Louisiana. Go Eagles. Um, I'm teaching theology to juniors and sophomores. And so luckily all of the students here have had brothers before. And so it's e- pretty easy to get to know the students and they love the brothers. So that's an easy in already. Um, but I think that's a big thing for them is they see us and I think it challenges them a lot, especially the idea of chastity. Um, and, I, and I, to be honest, it was a challenge for me at first, um, the idea of not getting married because you, it's something you grow up thinking of one day having a family um, the beauty of having kids, of sharing your life with your wife, um, and that was definitely something I've had to work through during my time of formation. Of I remember multiple times this happening of sitting in Mass um, as a Salesian in formation, and you see a young family at Mass. You see the husband and wife, and you see a couple young kids, and it's like, that's beautiful. Like Why why, God, did you call me to something else that sometimes can be very challenging um, and is not according to our natural inclinations? Um, just to see the beauty of a married couple and their love for one another and to see the idea of having a child, to raise a child in the faith, um, to be a father um, was something always that really pulled at my heart. It's like, God, why would you not want this for me? Um, But then praying, and I think that's the big thing for us religious, is like we're giving our life for a mission. Um, And so right now at the high school, to teach full-time. But not only that, um, to be present outside of school. So I help with different sports, uh, go around, visit practices, talk to the kids, try to be at every sports game, every event we host here at the school, different youth ministry events, and just seeing how much of my time Um, I give to that. It shows like for another teacher who is married and have a family to give that much amount of time to serve these kids, it would be not fair to take away that time from their family. Um, So me, so God has given me that availability, that freedom through chastity to be available to these young people, these students, um, to be present to them, to try to bring them closer to Christ. So I see that's a big part of it. Um, and how I kind of, yeah, discern like, yeah, this is for me. Um, I have that availability to be present with the kids all the time. Um, we actually just had a hurricane, uh, two, a little less than two weeks ago. Uh, Um, so we lost power for a week, but we're back on our feet, praise God, um, with very little damage. And this week, um, students have been emailing me, um, specifically the basketball team, if I could open up the gym for them. And like, that's the beauty. It's like our house is on campus. They know they can reach out if they want to come do an extra practice or something. The brothers can come and supervise so they can use the gym. um, So the team can come in still. And so to see that availability, that we can be there for the kids. And you see how those opportunities um, to be present open up conversations about the faith. Um, So yeah, once again, students, basketball players talking about Salesian life or how that week we were without power. We stayed here on campus and we're just cleaning. Um, There's debris everywhere. There's different areas where water had to be cleaned up, stuff like that, broken glass, broken windows. And so we spent a week just cleaning up the campus, making it presentable again so we could be open again as soon as we could for the students. Knowing a lot of schools um, did not have that, that staff was out, um, but we were able to be there. And the the students who I was telling this to was like, wow, like, yeah, if it wasn't for you brothers, who knows? And like, they knew they wouldn't be able to practice, but not only that, that the school would not be ready to be opened. Um, so once again, it's that availability we have as religious, that, um, we don't have a family that the students in a way, our family, um, the school community and our religious brothers are family. And so I see that as a big answer to my prayer of, God hasn't called me to be a husband, um, and a father, but he—I'm still in a—I'm a spiritual father and still get to live that out. Another big thing for me, also, like um, a struggle, I guess, in the discernment, along with chastity, is also my own mental health. Um, so, growing up as a kid, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, and something I've dealt with since middle school. And so I was always very attached to family, to home, and that was my safety net. And in religious life, you give a lot of that up, that safety. I'm very distant now from my family, uh, spatially-wise, and get to see them two weeks a year, usually maybe three. We have time of vacation where we get to go home. And so that was a big part of, can I do this with these struggles with mental health, um, that desire to be close to family? yeah, am I fit to live this life? Because it it brings on its challenges that definitely play into mental health. And so it was a lot through growing in my faith, along, of course, with counseling and stuff like that and medicine, to find that balance where I felt um, joyful again, because I definitely struggled in different parts of my life and still today with times of depression or seasonal depression. And but finding a lot of time, and I think that's A big part of why giving my life to God is just like finding so much peace in Him. So many of my anxieties, my fears find um, answer in Christ, in Jesus, that I can give all those things to Him um, to know, yeah, I'm weak, that I could easily be overcome by a lot of fears, but God is all-powerful. And so through those times of prayer, um, and luckily for us as religious, we have Lots of time of prayer built into our lives, which I think is such a beautiful thing and helps me so much um, to bring those fears, those anxieties to God. And big part for me is the scriptures and letting him speak through that and how often he speaks of not being afraid or that he is our shelter, our refuge, and just really leaning into Jesus um, in those times of fear, anxiety, and seeing when I am close to him, how quickly those fears get resolved and when I have that trust. Um, I'm being faithful to my time of prayer, faithful to things like spiritual direction, faithful to going to confession, how so many of my fears, my anxieties, um, in a sense, they don't disappear, but I'm able to handle them. I'm able to keep on going because growing up in high school, I had my mom sometimes call me in sick for speech class to speak in front of a crowd was so hard for me. And now to think by the grace of God, that every day I get up in front of a class of high school boys um, and just speak about the faith Um, five days a week is crazy to think about, to see what God can do, um, how much freedom he can give. um, And through counseling, like I said before, medicine, but knowing a big part of it um, is through God and his grace that I can yeah do these things. Um, to speak of him and help young people grow in their faith. And so that's just a little bit of my story. Hopefully, I'll be on the podcast again. But of course, I listen to lots of other podcasts, so I got to give a few shout-outs. Hopefully, Andrew will not take them off. We'll see. Um, But first of all, my parents, thankfulness for all they do for me. But I also have to shout out uh, all my students here at Shaw. Um, That's one thing I learned teaching high school is they know how to use Google and stalk people. So any awkward video I've ever put up, um, any awkward photo in Google search they have found. So I'm sure at some point they'll find this. We'll see if they make it to the end and hear the shout out. Maybe I'll have to give them the X credit or something if they find this. Um, But God bless you. I hope that you can continue to grow. Hopefully my story helped you to see a little bit of God's working and help you to believe that God can work in your life. God bless.